Hi, everyone. This is Melissa. And Kate. And Lainey. And we are the The Louisiana Louisiana Ladies. We are so glad you are here. Check us out on Instagram at Louisiana Ladies Podcast and visit us online at laladies.info. This episode is sponsored by my firm, Falcon Winkler, CPAs and business advisors. We are committed to proactively serving the well-being of our clients to achieve their business goals. We go beyond the numbers to provide personalized service tailored to each client. From outsourced accounting, income tax planning, to retirement services. You can find more information about the firm at www.fw-cpa.com. We're on. We are live. (laughs) A few technical difficulties because uh, Melissa decided to help Lainey set up the uh, podcast equipment and I pressed a button. She did a great job. I pressed a button that I thought was The wires are a little more chaotic than usual, but we're going to go with it. Patty G, but you know what I did? I still hooked everything up. That's all that matters. Patty G's the one who told us about this equipment. All right. Okay. So we're back with another episode of Louisiana Ladies. And um, before I introduce our guest, I just want everyone out there in our audience who did not come to the book club meeting. Y'all missed out. You better be experiencing some serious FOMO. By the way, we got a lot of engagement on that social media post, and I'm still confused why. You said you think it's because we created FOMO. We created FOMO. FOMO. (laughs) We created FOMO. So anyway, the next one will be in, we decided November. November. I think we're going to do it the week of my birthday. Rightly so. (laughs) Do you read, Mandy? Some. Yeah. So what? I've been a reading teacher, so. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. All right. Reading might be a requirement for that. Yeah, but I probably don't do it as much as I should. Yeah, it's okay. All right. So we have a lovely guest today, Mandy Cushing with Maddie's Footprints. You are the event and marketing director for Maddie's Footprints in the greater Baton Rouge area. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm pretty sure you are our missing co-host recommendation. Is that correct? Or did y'all reach out to us? I heard or did she tell you? Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. I always try to figure out. I feel like I was this microphone say, I is I remember lower. you DMing us, but then you work with Kate, so okay. it all yeah. made sense. And you DMed us the week um, I'm a member of Sherm in Baton Rouge, and you guys came and talked to us or oh, sponsored yes. a meeting or something. I came and spoke. And it was that same week. I was like, wow, these people are everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That was me. So let's talk some basics. Where are you from? I'm from Baton Rouge. Born and raised? Yep. All my life. Okay. Kate and I actually went to elementary school together. Okay. I'm just older. <laughs> okay. I'm also older than Kate. She okay. likes to remind me of that every once oh, in yeah. a while. I'm okay. sure. Yeah. Uh, where'd you go to high school? St. Joseph's. Okay. But y'all were not in the same class. No. Okay. Me and Kate also. Were. I went to Bishop Sullivan. Me and Kate were not in the same class either. Okay. So don't ask Lainey when she graduated from high school because you will feel old. I'm also I'm- not from here. So I didn't go to any of these fancy schmancy schools. Well, I, think, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but I feel like Baton Rouge is very much an area that asks people where they went to high school. Yeah. I, I will say Shreveport is too. Really? So even when I tell people that that's where I'm from, they always ask me, they're like, did you go to Bird or Shreve? Because those are the two big ones. I went to Bird oh. is the answer to that question okay, thanks, that I asked like- myself. But... Yeah, it's a it's a big rivalry. But they're both public schools. That's why it's really different than down here. Yeah, it is different. And we don't have a whole lot mm-hmm. of There's high like schools. one no, major. Not, no, we don't. Yeah. We have like one major high school that um is a private school up there, but honestly, not a lot of people not go. Not a lot of people there. go. Yeah. 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 I feel like part of why I do it is to see if I can make a connection with Absolutely. someone and yeah. then then you know someone and then it's just it's easier to make a connection. Right. I guess. I don't know. I, I 
But, you know, I taught with Kate at St. Joseph's Academy, maybe. Oh, okay. I did not remember. She may have told me that. Yeah. So have. we've been friends for quite some time now. Yeah. Which is very interesting to me that me and Kate are still friends. Because <laughs> we went on a little friend hiatus. Okay. Um, or as my friend Kelly Trotman would say every once in a while, she's like, we're on friendship number three. Melissa. <laughs> just rotate them just, out. Because it's yeah. just, you I know, mean, life, life happens. Gets busy. I don't think it was with any intent. It just oh, absolutely. people fall yeah. no, apart and I, stuff. I totally give Kate credit for the reason why she's even on this podcast because she's the one who reached out to me. Right. And that takes effort, right? It does. Yeah. It and does. the older you get, the more effort it takes. It is. One of my high school best friends lived a street over from me. And I think I see her more now than I did when she lived a street over from me. Like, it's crazy. Huh? Yeah, it is crazy. Life okay. Takes you. So, I mean, one of my best friends now works here. So I'm like, you know, selfishly, I'm excited. That's exciting. Because, oh, yes. yeah. When she came over, I was like, oh, my God, I've missed you so much, even though you literally worked down the street. But <laughs> now you awesome. work in the same building as me. We do. It's fabulous. All right. So let's talk about Maddie's footprints, because I don't know that much about it. So can you kind of give us a rundown sure. of who started it and Absolutely. how you got involved? So um, Maddie's Footprints began in Lafayette in 2010 when Lori and Travis McGrew lost their daughter, um, Maddie. Okay. Um, She was born sleeping. And so they had so many people come out and help them that they wanted to return that in honor of Maddie to keep her name alive. So it has been thriving in Lafayette. Okay. And about two years ago, I think it was two years ago, Anna's Grace was a foundation that was here in Baton Rouge. Okay. And Anna's Grace um, decided to pass the torch over to Maddie's to bring Maddie's to Baton Rouge. Okay. So we've kind of taken over this area. Um, Some of the things that we do, or not kind of, we have taken over this area. And some of the things we do are, um, once we find out... Hello. Hi, Kate. Oh, you look so cute. Kate's rolling in. She does look cute, except her dress was blowing up. They're not going to be able to hear whatever you say. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just going to... Come on. Go. Okay. Thank you for saying that. I look cute. I did get lots of compliments today, so shout out to Drea's Boutique, um, because that's where this dress came from, although it gave me a lot of anxiety because... It was a little flowy. I I felt... Well, okay. I had a flowy situation. A flowy situation. Yeah, it's okay. Also, I felt like it was a little low in the front, so I've been pulling this tank top out of it all day long yeah. and then also I don't know if I'd pass the note card test on the link from the front it has been very stressful but so I appreciate all the compliments oh yeah it'll be really cute with some boots too by the way it will yeah you're on the other side Kate sorry I moved your seat well I set up the podcast equipment today um and by set it up I I took turned a button that I wasn't supposed to turn on so we thought it was broken oh I was so proud of you up until the moment where you thought you broke well, it well and Lainey gave me Lainey. Kate is causing a ruckus Kate, put on your headphones so I can hear. Stop touching your mic. I have to adjust it. It's I'm too tall for this. I know, but it's making noises. (laughs) What are you doing, Kate? (laughs) No, no. Lainey walks in here and ooh, she gives hear the ruckus now. Lainey walks in here and she gives me this look. Uh oh, because I can tell she does not like the chaos that's going on. And I'm like, well, we have to learn though because we're gonna have to do it. Without Lainey. No, she has a plan. That's not going to happen. No, she's got control a plan. freak Lainey has a plan when oh, she goes right. out of town. Sorry, honest, Mandy. <laughs> I'm really confident in y'all's able to record it. I'm not going to lie. I'm not confident with y'all being able to get it onto Spotify. Okay. So, well, thank you for intervening. 
And making sure that we don't mess up. We have a up. plan. Don't worry. But see, here I would be. I'd be like, Lainey, me and Kate can totally figure this out. Y'all could totally record it. And we would fumble through it. Yeah, we would totally. so loud. Lainey would be like, we're never uploading this episode. Lainey would listen to <laughs> it and be imagine. like, I am seriously embarrassed. I am so embarrassed for them right now. I know. Well, people stay embarrassed for me. So it's like normal state of mind <laughs> hey, for me. But no, but I'm just the type of person. I'm like, Lainey, I, Lainey goes, do you know how to set it up? And I was like, yeah, I do. I'll figure it out. And then I was yeah, like, because I something and so she was like i'm just gonna go do it and i was like okay and then we're gonna go back works. to mandy in a second know, but l- let me just tell you this so laney has also has been taking on not only her hr responsibilities but also some marketing responsibilities and then okay. melissa has decided to basically like change a bunch of things and let's create this flyer laney and let's do this and oh we're gonna have our podcast party kate are you coming to the podcast party yes of course yeah, is you, it well, on you your calendar it's on my calendar club? i know because i shamefully i didn't read the book and i got embarrassed and i just didn't show up i also <laughs> didn't read the book and i was there okay well i'll be, I'll be better i'll yeah, be better also, we are um in the process of hiring onboarding and hiring some new people into new positions yes, that's and we Sean. have like career fairs and stuff coming up yeah. and laney's so scheduling like interviews I felt really popular today because my phone rang about a good jillion times. Um, yeah. And plus, and I guess me. everyone just wanted plus to me. talk to me. Yeah. Plus me. I'm like, Wait. Lady. Lainey. Somebody Lainey. told me something kind of cute and funny today. I okay, share. do share. And then we'll get back to our guests. Sorry, Mandy. <laughs> yeah, oh, wait, I have, the, right. I have, like, I have the perfect watch. transition. This is, okay. after. Perfect. This is a Lainey rant session. <laughs> oh, but um, <laughs> this guy called um, for a sponsorship that we do every year. He's super sweet. And, you know, he. I answered the phone. I was like, oh, hey, like, how are you? As people say when they answer the phone. And he was like, I'm doing great, but if I was doing any better, my name would be Lainey. Aww, <laughs> I love and I that. Was like, That's really cute. That was not what I was expecting to come out of this wow. mouth. Okay. I and like it. I was it. like, man, now I feel like I'm going to have a good day. Yes. I, I really love sweet. that. I might steal that. Yeah, you should. <laughs> Try it on the kids. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. Okay, you want to hear my transition? Go, go into your segue, okay. Kate. So, um, obviously, I'm coming in late because we have already started talking to me. Hashtag okay, go Kate's here. So, um, yeah. But my transition is, um, because I've interrupted this interview, did, did you know that I'm friends with Mandy? Figured did, that out. Yes. Okay. Yeah, she said, Kate, was Kate going to, Kate will probably be late. And I said, you're our friends. Yes. But, yes. Yes. Okay, there we go. Yes, so, we there that. we go. Yeah. So anyway, so bringing it back to Mandy, I mean, Melissa, I'll let you pick up where I interrupted. And you teach my son. <laughs> That's your segue? Yes. Her son is in my class Wait, this year. your segue was to it put was, it back on me? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, we, then we got, now we got to tie all of our connections. We grew up together. Right. Like, we all we went to St. Jude, St. Joseph's together. We were both five years at LSU. Um, she taught Hartley okay, um, when did. Hartley was yes. in first grade. Um, she needed some little extra help with reading. Um, and so <laughs> Mandy great. Mandy got her right back on track. And then um, and then now I get to return the favor That's and I right. get to teach Carter. And he's just the sweetest and the best and oh, hilarious. Thanks. Love he him. He says Miss Cook is the best teacher. Ever. Well, I learned how to shadow box. And you so that's like got me a lot of points with, oh, I'll teach y'all later. It's super fun. I don't even know, I don't what, understand I don't even know what that is. Like, what are you referring to? It's this little is game. Is this going to make me feel old? Um, Welcome Possibly. to the club, Lainey. Uh, Lainey, that I you don't know Recording a podcast hit. with a bunch of 40-year-olds for I know, three years. I I usually, like, I'm I know she's the, the young that people come one. to to ask, like, what things mean oh, and stuff. Well, guess what? Well, guess what? Miss wow. Cook knows I don't know what shadow like always <laughs> do, that. I thought that was, like, a craft. Yeah, no, Kate told me, she goes, IRL. And I'm like, what? And she goes, in real life? I'm like, why can't you say <laughs> like, in say real life? Nobody talks like that. Because IRL. Okay, 
I hang out with middle schoolers all day. Some people talk like that. Just yeah. Wait, wait. So <laughs> what, what is shadow, shadow boxing besides so like the craft that you do? It's essentially like this little game that you play with somebody else. And if you ever see two middle school aged boys like looking like they're slapping each other and like they're moving their heads in different directions, maybe I'll have to like post a video. I think um, you need to because yeah, I'm to explain very it because when you see mm-hmm. it you're it's actually kind of annoying like as a teacher it used to annoy me and then carter and his crew were like we're gonna teach miss cook how to shadow box and now i'm like shadow boxing is the best thing ever invented like it's so fun i have a goal to beat a very specific child in my class in shadow boxing because he's the best (laughs) um and anyway it's my goal for the year I don't so. think I feel left out anymore. I don't hang out with many <laughs> middle school boys. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. My life is a little bit different these uh-huh. days, but uh, but it has gotten me a lot of a lot of points with. Um, well, my I feel students. like you're still like young enough to be the cool teacher. She is still. Cool. I like they think she's very cool. I try very hard to remain relevant in the conversation. You do. Okay, you do. I don't think I would be cool with middle schoolers. You? No, you, I'm not. Oh, that's a. They're really, I love them. That's the thing is like, They're I'm a, a really child. sweet class. But yes. This is a great class. Yes. And I'm just a child. So I fit in very well today you in class. Like it came, the adult in me had, I had to adult today and they were being irresponsible with what I usually call recess equipment. And instead of saying that, I was like, I don't need balls flying around my classroom. And I saw immediately all the boys look uh, at each other, all looking did. at each other. Nobody laughed because they were being very polite and they knew I was angry about the recess equipment situation but I was like you know but normally I call it recess equipment because even I cannot handle saying balls yeah so that's funny that you said that because I was thinking that is one thing you and I did not have to deal with at St. Joseph's Academy that's yeah. true yeah we, we did, did not have to deal with that that's type true. of stuff you can no. say that and not yeah now all the teachers that taught it Catholic did yes yes, yes. I, that wouldn't have been a good fit for me me neither. Oh, no. I don't, but I don't know. I've, I have been surprised at how much I can relate to, like, the gentlemen in my classes. I really do. But I know. just, yeah, anyway. Okay. Okay. But back, back to, to Mandy. Mandy. Okay. <laughs> Godly, poor Mandy. I'm good. She I'm comes good. in here, me and Lainey are scurrying around. She's like, can I help? And I'm like, I don't even know if I know if I'm doing this right, Mandy. And then Lainey gives me a look, and then I press the wrong button. And it, it is It was just, entertaining. It's just, yeah. I was like, hot mess express today. Okay. So, Maddie's footprints, the... So did y'all kind of merge with that other organization or that they one just handed dissolved? Ev- okay, yes, they handed it. their families over to us. Okay. And then we picked up on, so we have a race every year. Okay. And so we call ours the, um, is a quarter marathon for, a quarter we have marathon. a quarter marathon, a fun run, and a 5K all in one. So the quarter is for the one in four um, pregnancies that end in loss. A quarter marathon is five miles? No. CPT. You are a CPA. It's six point something. Yes. Twenty six point two divided by four. Uh, that's I use 20. a calculator <laughs> most days. Twenty eight divided by four would be seven. So then you have twenty six point two. So it's six something. It is. It's, okay. Yeah. Mm. Sticking my tongue out. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So you have a race to. Is that y'all's primary? We have a race and a gala. Oh, have a gala? Yeah, that's coming up. Is in there March. a silent auction? There is. Um, and a live is there, auction. Okay. She'll be there. Yes. Totally talked. Hold on. Let me, let me, <laughs> I will be there because uh, I bid on the first thing. Did I say this last week on the podcast? I don't remember if I talked about how I bid on you something. You told me about it. At so a I live don't remember auction. if it was on the podcast okay. or not. I've never done it before. 
I had just enough wine to get me a little um, courage. And I really don't know why I bid on this particular thing other than Father Alello at St. Thomas More was selling it big time. Oh, well, yeah. then somebody was trying to outbid me. And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> and we're like, no, 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 this could not happen. So oh my I had a threshold. I went a little over it, but I talked. So it, it's a whiskey tasting with... Um, which is interesting. I'm not really, really a big whiskey drinker, but it's like a meal at this cute little place. And I talked to the guy today who, who donated it. He's very passionate about whiskey. Okay. And like, basically, it was almost like he was like selling it to me. I went, I was like, I already no, bought it. I've already, I already bought, bought it. it. It's Wait, done. So I'm not going to. I cannot remember what oh. it's called. I don't know if it was like a restaurant or like a venue. No, or- I think it's like a, it's over off of Old Hammond Highway. And it's, he said the name, but he, t- he, it was a lot of information. You lost me already, so I don't know. But Missy it's a T, meal. You sound like the ideal auction guest. One right. who's going to drink too much and throw away her threshold. Yes. 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 <laughs> One time I bid on what I thought was a... <laughs> I know where this is Necklace. <laughs> right? Did I think it was a necklace? I don't know what you thought it was, but it wasn't what you got. <laughs> was not what I got. No. That I paid way. Did it oh, end up being no. earrings or it ended up being a bracelet? No, it's a bracelet. It's still in my closet. I need to go get it. Mm. I mean, it's okay. But in my brain, I was bidding on the necklace that I thought was a certain value, but it was one of those like text things. And so I accidentally got, I was one digit off. She texted the wrong oh, number. Oh, so that was no. the silent auction yeah. part. Yes, it yeah. was. And uh, also if you drink like too a, much, then you accidentally press in the, the wrong, wrong number <laughs> and then, <laughs> you then yeah. you're still bidding people. And then I looked up the value. I think oh. I paid four times the value. Oh, it was oh, for no. a good cause. Okay, we we got to get her to the gala. We're, yes. <laughs> We're going to get her a front row seat. Yeah, okay, I'm going to start like sending you uh, like one of our trips that we have. We're going to have a vision oh, yeah. at the White River Inn. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, a trip? I'm all over it. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah, she will bid for a trip. And this is the other thing. I'm competitive as all get out. So when somebody starts okay. to out, I'm going to tell my husband to just dude. like start go back up. Yeah, if it's a dude, I'll probably be like, yeah, I, I mean, I looked like I knew what I was doing. My father-in-law was like, you don't like whiskey. I'm like, shut up, Mr. Sammy. I am going to win this thing. I am in it. I am in it to win it. She okay. could be mad crazy in the carpool. Uh, yes, in, in the, the carpool, carpool auction. auction. <laughs> oh, I love, those are funny to me. Yeah. I think those are funny. Well, I, I don't have to do carpool because I don't have any kids. So um, We'll still convince you to bid on it. We'll set up a competition there and, you go. and then you'll want to bid on it. Right, and then I'll just give it to someone. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> What's a carpool auction? You can you be the like first person in carpool. in carpool. It goes for thousands. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Hmm. And there's families who have been traditionally winning it okay. year after year. So throw okay. Melissa into the mix. We'll whatever that value right, right well, out. Actually, I almost was bi- I almost before the whole the whole item that I bid on, I have two clients and they're friends and they're at this auction and they're bidding against each other on something else. And I literally almost got up just to outbid them. I love it. That's <laughs> and I awesome. didn't. I didn't. I was proud. I restrained myself because then I would have woken up the next morning and been like, whoopsie. Okay. Um, <laughs> Some remorse. And like Patrick was just like kind of oblivious. Love you, babe. But he was not paying attention <laughs> at all. So, okay. So you'll have a gala. You have a race. And... Actually, let's just talk about, so y'all have families that I'm assuming you guys are providing financial support or... So once we find out or an application is filled out and it makes it to our um, program director, who's the grief counselor, Ashley, Yeah, she will reach out to the family. And if they're still in the hospital, they need... like, let's just take something off your plate kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll pay for burial fees. 
Um, and then after that, she'll continue to follow up with grief counseling. And so we cover the cost of all of that. Okay. So the more people that know about it, the more money we can raise, um, the more families that we can help. Which I was just going to say as a little sneak peek, Ashley's coming on as a guest in October. Yes. So you'll get yes. to hear like her side then. And it's Infant Loss Awareness Month in October. Right. Which yeah. is why our race is in October also. So um, I'm going to ask kind of a hard question. Okay. But it's uh, it's more because I'm ignorant. Is this organization specific for like stillbirths or is it – up to a year. Up to of a loss. year. Okay. So, um, so it's going to be if you've miscarried, if you've had a stillbirth, if you've lost a baby under a year old, okay. we'll come and get involved and offer our support for the husband, the wife, and the grandparents. So, that is that. How do I say this without sounding just like that's got to be hard for y'all. I. I think it takes a special kind of person to, to work with that and um, to work individually with these people and to hear their stories. Ashley is amazing at that. Mm -hmm. Our executive director in Lafayette, she's awesome. Um, our founder, Lori, and her husband, Travis, they have a very hands-on approach. Um, Lori has no problem standing up in front of a crowd and telling what she's gone through and why she has gone through it, uh, why she has chosen to... Um, create Maddie's footprints. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, I'm still in the learning process mm -hmm. and it is, it's hard to know what to say. Yeah. Um, I see them working with other people or just like at our gala in Lafayette and we show a big uh, video about whatever our um, spotlight family is. They'll kind of do a little video and I'll see tears in their eyes. So it's still as an emotional, like I find that they really connect to the families, especially Ashley that she's, she's working with. I just feel like so this is this is gonna sound bizarre. So we'll go with it and Lainey, you decide. But you know how sometimes you're on social media and especially Instagram, if I scroll through the feed or whatever, I'll get a suggested story mm -hmm. or whatever. And for some reason somebody popped up nobody it's like nobody local or anything like that. But basically it was a reel of her talking about the loss of one of her twins. Okay. Oh, I don't know who this, by the uh -huh. way, I don't know who this person was and I don't know mm -hmm. why it showed up mm -hmm. on my feed. And those stories. So first of all, I totally go into like, let me like, what, what could have possibly happened? Because mm -hmm. then they have posts three months earlier with right, a healthy right. baby. Mm -hmm. And I just think it's one of the most heartbreaking things. And mm -hmm. I, I know you know, not to talk too much about faith. And I feel like a lot of times that's what gets parents through it, but it just has to be so heartbreaking. I, I would imagine, I mean, I, I had a miscarriage very early on mm -hmm. and I remember my doctor had a miscarriage like the week before and she was like, I'll never fully like, it doesn't matter how long, once you start having, uh, find out you're having a baby, like you're mm -hmm. making plans, you're mm -hmm. figuring out finances, mm -hmm. you're wondering if it's a boy or a girl. So absolutely, no matter if it's the very beginning loss or at towards, I mean, they're obviously very different types of grief, but um, yeah, it's, it's horrible. And so up until now, there was not a free way for families to get this grief counseling yeah. here in Baton Rouge. So for us to be able to come in and help these families and take something, take the burial off their plate, no matter what their um, financial status yeah. is, yeah. um, and be able to take that off their plate and then offer them these therapies, these these sessions is just like it 
it's very moving to me and makes me feel very fortunate to be a part of well, and an I could organization like this. Yeah, and I could imagine that families going through this, and I don't know how often it happens or what are the actual statistics. It's probably more than what we, you know, I yeah. realize personally. I mean, I've, like I told you earlier, I do not have any children, but um, I think that I would imagine that some of these families go through a stage of kind of feeling alone. I think so. I think, and um, then to know that you're not alone, right. I think that's a powerful and and the financial support definitely helps them but I can I can see how this is I mean this is just wonderful that you guys offer this because I would think going through the grief there's some loneliness as a part of it. Absolutely. Um our executive director Edie was telling me at some point like families were going to um grief sessions with like people that had lost older children Mm -hmm. and it makes them feel maybe like they can't speak up because they didn't actually get to spend time on earth with their child. And you don't want them to feel Mm -hmm. that way. You want them to have a safe place where they can go in and they can share their grief. And I think for so long, it's been one of those things that you're just expected to get over. Like, Oh, Mm -hmm. you've lost move on. And everyone expects you to be able to move on from it but until you've actually experienced it it's it's a process and it never gets from what I understand it never goes away I mean you're still a mama you're Mm -hmm. still a daddy Mm -hmm. um and I think it's important for those families our families to to know that and embrace that Lori had mentioned one time um that she thought about like do I hang a stocking up for Christmas and she was like and who do I ask that too and that's those are just some of the ideas yeah. that she had in helping other people like yes you are still a mom and this is still your baby mm-hmm. um, so if we can get out and help these families it's it's huge for their and, moving on and also, also provide it's because it's a tough conversation right and it's kind of like anything um and honestly sometimes with any death it's hard to know am I going to say the right thing and I read this I read something one time and it said not saying anything or not reaching out because you don't know what to say is the worst thing of all. You know what I mean? And so just knowing that there's other people going through it, I think is very powerful. I don't think it necessarily, again, I haven't been through this, but I don't think it necessarily heals everybody. I think that, I think, think, and I would think uh, my dad has told me before, this is going to sound kind of morbid, but he has always told me like losing a child would be one of the worst things because it's just, it's not, Mm -hmm. It's not the nature. It's not how life is supposed right. to work, right? right? I mean, losing a parent at a young age is horrible, but losing a child, I just don't think it, you're always going to feel that loss. And I think that as a society, you know, understanding that somebody might have been going through something kind of goes back to asking people if they're going to have children and maybe they can't and right. putting pressure on someone, you know, yeah. and it's just like you know, kind of being understanding as to what other people are going through. Does that yeah. make sense? I Absolutely. feel like I'm, I'm like yeah. talking in circles. Because no. we knew we have a mutual, we have a mutual friend that taught at St. Joseph's. Do you know who I'm talking about? Um, who Without saying her name. Experienced child loss. Yeah. Yes. At 30 weeks. Yeah. 30, oh, wow. 32 weeks. Had a hard time getting pregnant. And man, when she texted me that they had lost the baby, I mean, I'll never forget this. We were going to look at a, a house that we were thinking about buying. I just broke I broke out in tears. And her and her mm-hmm. husband are very strong and very faithful people. And they had since had another baby. So they have two uh-huh. little girls. And I just feel like that's a lot. I always look at her and I'm like, you are one of the strongest people that I know to be able to 
go through that. Absolutely. And she still talks about her. I mean, they named her birth certificate, you mm-hmm. know, had, had the burial. Great. Yeah. That's she great. still talks about her. She wants, cause I think we want to remember them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's what, so our walk coming up is actually a big giant birthday party for all of the babies that didn't make it to their first birthday. Yeah. So Great American Cookie Company is going to make a giant cake with all the babies' names on it. Um, we'll have tribute signs. Um, families can go out and purchase like a tribute sign and we can put their picture on it. Just a little memory. They can walk in honor of their, or, or run in honor of their baby. Um, so there's a, there's a lot of ways that we try as an organization to keep these babies' memories mm-hmm. alive and, and make the whole family, even like siblings that never, like might have been the younger siblings yeah. of these babies, yeah. to yeah. feel a part of their their big siblings lives yeah yeah Um, and then one of the things i wanted to mention going back to something you said about not knowing how to approach we also offer ways to like we can go into a business and teach the um employees and uh employer how to handle like when the the mom comes Comes back back. or when the dad comes back Mm -hmm. the things to do the things not to do and ways to just help them feel comfortable going back to their regular world yeah that's great that is great because i think that does i think both both sides yeah Yeah, both sides have some have some anxiety about that for sure um i mean with our friend i was pretty close to her so it was it i don't want to say it was easy for me but i knew exactly i knew her very well right you know and and so i was able to have conversations with her and her and i went to dinner one night and she told me the whole story and you know her experience and stuff and um but I, I think that's great. I love that, the workplace. Um, okay, so I'm kind of going down a rabbit hole. I might start crying. I don't know why. I this know. is a... <laughs> well, that's a touching topic. But, you know, yeah. this is the one thing I've always thought about. And I do believe this. Um, and I feel like it was probably at my friend's um, infant's funeral that the priest said... I really hope I don't screw this up. But, I mean, those are true... Um, oh, my goodness. I'm a son, Lainey. They've never sinned. This infant, yeah. it was a stillborn, so right, never right. sinned. You They're know, like the purest, pure, souls. yes, yeah. yeah. And yeah. and you know, it's not easy to believe that, but I think that we have to believe that, Absolutely. and we know that they're yeah. up there and they're still watching down. You know, they're Absolutely. still watching down on their parents. So yeah, I agree. Kate, you look like you have some questions. Sorry, I do, and sorry, I just it, we're gonna right turn into my hot mess. Is that Hartley? There was like a confusion about basketball practice yesterday, and then somebody just texted and was like, "Where is Hartley?" And I'm like, "Oh no, did she I mess this up two days in a row?" No, all good, all good. Crisis um, averted. Crisis averted. But I did. I think I throughout the conversation thought of a few things. Um, one is that Missy T, you were kind of like, it's hard to imagine um, taking that on as a job. And um, one thing that stood out in. Um, the little sneak peek that I got of Ashley's um, questionnaire for the interview coming up is that her career, if I'm remembering right, began in social work. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh And so, you know, that's like her calling is to go in in these situations that are, uh uh-oh, are we, did I mess it up? Okay. Just making sure. Um, Go in in these (laughs) situations that that aren't easy. And um, through the wedding industry, I met a social worker Um, She also has a rental company um, where you can do like furniture and things, but her day job is a social worker in um, pediatrics. And so, you know, she's telling me, you know, I have these like 
very difficult conversations with families of like, okay, your child has passed in the emergency room, next steps and counseling and things like that. And I remember saying like, Michelle, like, how do you walk into that room and talk to families about this? And it's just, it's her calling, mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely. And thank God for people who that is their calling, because it's certainly not mine. And, you know, but they need, we, they're needed, you Absolutely, know, yeah. for and, everything too. I mean, yeah. I think of it and this is the total opposite end of the spectrum, but my mom is a nurse. And so when I was in high school, my mom worked in hospice and I remember like as a high school student and plus I never wanted to go into the medical field, but I was like, mom, how do you do this? And she was like, they, they need me. Yeah. And I think it's the same situation. Like these families need somebody like Ashley in your organization to help them through. Like everyone has a calling. Yeah. Right. And I mean, you know, it can be applied to so many things, not just the heavy things, you know, like hospice nurses and things and social workers. But I mean, people tell me all the time, like I could never teach middle school, Mm -hmm. you know, and part of your calling. Right. Exactly. And there's so many things like, you know, I could never do anything that involves snot, you know, so that (laughs) rules out like a large amount of things with little kids and also medical, but anyhow, (laughs) um, but I thought about that, that it's, it's their calling and what a great organization that can connect people in need with the people who that is their calling, the social work, the counseling and the, the resources too, um, you know, for the, you know, burial and things like that, you know, right. Like those people are out there and to be able to connect them, um, the other thing, and I don't want to give too many like previews to Ashley's interview, you know, but like um, sh- something that stood out to me in her um, questionnaire was not being afraid to talk about these things. Right. And mm-hmm. Mandy, you made the comment that like, you know, they're giving these speeches at the gala and, you know, people aren't afraid to say, you know, I've been through this and then tie into what you said, Missy T, that then they don't feel alone. Mm -hmm. Um, When I had my first miscarriage, I remember it all involved being working a wedding. I was working a wedding. And so the caterer was very well of the situation that was going on. And after she brought me to after, you know, the dust had settled on all the things, she brought me out to lunch. And I will never forget what she told me. And she's like, you know, because she had also experienced, she um, had a child who was born with um, a genetic disorder that he only lived for a few hours. And she knew that going into it and everything. And she also had an earlier miscarriage. Um, so she had been through a lot. And she said, it's not a club you want to be in, but it's good to know who the members are. And I have carried that with me because not feeling alone and things allows you to then be able to talk about it. Because I do get my cross-country runners will ask like, oh, why did y'all only have one kid? And I always start by saying, I need you to know I'm fully comfortable to talk to you about our journey. Um, I don't want you to feel uncomfortable that you asked me that question and that I'm going to talk about infertility Mm -hmm. and miscarriage. (laughs) (laughs) You little 18-year-old. But also, (laughs) like you kind of had somebody pull you aside. You can be that for other people too. I'll also never forget Louise Hill. Um, she was a cross country mom and she passed away, um, a number of years ago, but Annie Hill's mom, uh, and Louise, I, when I went through my first miscarriage, she, um, was like, you, the purpose of this will be revealed to you later. 
you know, like you're in it and we are praying for you and everything. And she's like, but you know, maybe one day you'll have a former student or a former runner who will know that they can just come straight to you, Mm -hmm. that you're a resource and somebody who's been through it. And I've always remembered that as well. Well, and you can educate them too, because as like a teenager or even like me, I'm not trying to have a baby anytime soon. And so those just aren't things that you know about or think about until you're faced with it, I feel like. So me like working in a professional setting now, like I work with people who are having babies and who are talking about that and stuff. And that's why I'm aware. Whereas like none of my friends are really trying to have kids right now. So we just don't know. Yeah. And so that's important, I think, for them to know um, that they have like a trusted adult and somebody who's been through it before. So when that time comes, like yeah. They have a confidant. Right. Yeah. And um, I mean, Mandy mentioned the reason for the distance of the race is because the statistic is that one in four women experience or couples experience miscarriage. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I even just think of my friends and I have so few friends who haven't experienced right? it. I kind it's, of even wonder sometimes when I hear that stat, if it's if it's still accurate. But um, but I mean, it's maybe I just know a lot of people. I don't know. But uh it uh it it is it affects so many people that you know and then you know once like i said once you know who's in the club it's good to know if you're in it too cuz you have each other right. you know and that shared experience well and i think too you know again i'm just imagining what would go through my brain okay so we as women put a lot of pressure on ourselves in general and so um i'm not saying this is actually the case but i mean you know, when you're carrying a baby and you're trying to take care of yourself. And I mean, I firmly believe that it's God's plan, um, no matter what we do. Uh, but I would think there's a lot of emotions in addition to the sadness and loss, possibly some guilt associated with it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, our minds are very interesting, right? Our minds can definitely make us believe that we are completely alone and there is no one that we can talk to in a judgment-free zone, in an open space, in a very comfortable way. And I think this organization is – First of all, I mean, props to, is it, is Lori and Travis for McGrew for recognizing, you know, for going through something personally and props sounds so silly, but you know what I mean? Like congratulations Mm -hmm. to them. Like that takes a lot for people that have gone through something to then provide resources, financial resources, um, emotional support, all the things that they're doing. Right. Right. I mean, it's like, go back to, um, the Bella Bowman Foundation. Yeah. So it's, yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of similar of... like that, you know. So I can definitely see how this can be fulfilling. But that's when I started. I was like, I'm just imagining y'all walking in. Um, and I mean, just – but again, it's a calling. Yeah, and, it is. And if y'all weren't there, then they probably would feel alone, you know. Yeah. So um, – Well, and then that – is my last question on just like logistics. So if, how do y'all find out about families in need? Yeah. Do, do people kind of bring them to you? Do they go to you? How do families in need get connected with the organization? Out. So we have an application online. It says online that it's a financial application, but anybody that fills it out, you know, with that fits the, that have had a loss can come in. Um, And once that is filled out, then Ashley will call that family. So we're working with, like right now I'm working with Women's and Oshner. I was going to ask you that too. Yes. I like how Kate brought in the logistics. And I was like, (laughs) oh, are are y'all partnering with any of these hospitals? Yes, so we're partnering right now with Women's and Oshner. And they partner with a um, 
a handful of the hospitals in Lafayette. Okay. Um, in Lafayette, it is like the loss happens. They know to the nurse or the social worker fills out the application oh, okay. and then sends it in. Yeah. We're we're working on that here, gotcha. and I think we're finally getting everyone on board gotcha. to do that here. Okay, so that's one way. And then another way, sometimes it's just the families. I've had a grandmother of like her daughter's friend lost, and she called to ask about how how she can you know get their information in. I mean. In an ideal world, the family wouldn't be filling it out for themselves right. necessarily. That, I was going to – okay. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, I was going to ask that. That, okay. that someone else would. Now, yeah. obviously, there are a lot of people that reach out to to us um, on their own. But initially, it would be great if we had – like the hospitals would reach out for those those families, which I think we're, we're getting the ball rolling with that. Well, okay, so before Maddie's and then the other organization. Um, Anna's Grace. was Okay, how long was Anna's Grace oh, around? I'm not sure how okay. long they were around. So I just don't, I'm not familiar with any other organization that this is their mission. This is mission. the only organization that I'm aware of that does this in Baton Rouge. And um, now and uh, Anna's Grace, I believe, and I don't want to say this wrong, but I believe they handled the financial support for okay. the families. So this would be the first time that the grief support yeah. would be coming to Baton Rouge. Um, and by, you know, the greater Baton Rouge area, it's St. Francisville, it's Zachary, Donaldsonville, Prairieville, Gonzales. So we've got a, a very wide range um, of of cities that we cover in within this area. Um, and then all of the Acadiana area as well. Wow. Okay. Yeah, because the grief part of it, so... I don't want to say y'all are tackling it from all sides, but I mean, it is, you know, it, there's, it, it's just like, when, I mean, when anybody passes away, you're feeling, figuring out all of these logistics right. on mm-hmm. top of everything else. And that's a lot. Yeah, it's it a lot. It is a lot. Even if it's your grandmother, you know, it's mm-hmm. still right. a lot. And especially you know? like if you're um, not expecting it. So right. like you're at the hospital yeah. and we can come in and say like, you're going to have to have a funeral and they're not that's not even on they're their radar that, yeah. radar and we can come in and say but we've got you like, mm-hmm. yeah. we've got this for you um i think is a really nice way that we can help these families take something off their plate yeah mm-hmm. and then you know hopefully provide them with a little bit of closure at some particular point and on i'm assuming ongoing support yes after the funeral absolutely okay um Ashley will reach out. She'll fill out the um, family. Some might not be ready right in the beginning. And six mm-hmm. months later, when she reaches out, she's they're ready. Okay. Yeah. Um, we've also had families that have reached out that had lost years ago, but never were able to really cope with the grief of it that mm-hmm. reach out to Maddie's. And we will take those families in as well. Wow. And if we see children that... Um, that are struggling with it is we will refer them to somebody that we partner with um, for grief counseling. I think, and then also it gives them an opportunity at things like the race to meet other families yes. Yes. and connect that oh, way definitely. as well. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. I mean, cause I would, you know, I think sometimes this happens. I think I, I have heard of a couple of people that know, as sad as this is, and I'm not saying it's any easier, but they know that their baby has something and they're carrying them to full term, knowing that they're mm-hmm, going to probably mm-hmm. live for a couple hours. And then again, that's still tragic, but most of the time it's, it's, it's tragic. Right. And 
it's trauma, mm-hmm. you know, and even if it's God's calling and God needed that baby more than we did here on earth and we don't really know why, but we trust him. Um, and not to get overly religious, I just personally believe that. <laughs> right. I'm not telling people that they have to believe that. I just do. It's still very traumatic, you know, and shocking. I would think mm-hmm. the families at, you know, like you said, some aren't ready right after. And I'm wondering, they might still be in shock. Yeah. Right. They might oh, still be right. in denial. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they might not be ready to, to, to talk, do, to talk about it just, or do yeah. anything with the the baby's room or something like that. Yeah. You know, right. I mean, it is it's it's a I, I, it it's a long process. And what you said earlier that I think that grief lasts forever. Yeah. I just think mm-hmm. that um, with support, first of all. Everyone feels better when they talk to somebody who's been in the same Absolutely. situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't make it go away. It doesn't mean they get in their car and they feel better, but they know that they have somebody to reach out to. Right. Because um, I can't stress enough about, I, I think, and I, I've, I've been through this, not necessarily from a loss, but where I've had something going in my life and I literally feel like I'm alone. Mm-hmm. And it's because my brain is telling me I'm alone. Right. It yeah. does. But I'm not alone, uh-huh. you know? And so, um, and then helping them move on with their life to some extent without forgetting. Right, right. Keeping the memory alive, but learning how to live with that memory um, Mm -hmm. as opposed to focusing on what what could have been. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because unfortunately that's not going to – that's not going to make – it's not going to change anything. Mm -hmm. But it's hard. It's hard to accept that. I mean, that's why they have the stages of grief. I actually have this book called – good grief. I think it was trying to like, you know, a little bit of humor, you know, because sometimes that's what people do. I do find sometimes I go to funerals and people like crack jokes and I'm like, it's just (laughs) people's like to diffuse it. But I will say I I, I did read that book recently and uh, it's a good book. It's a short read. It's about a hundred pages or whatever. But one of the things that it said is, you know, people in general have guilt associated with almost like survivor's guilt right mm-hmm. right and that you know but the one of the best things to do is to not think about what could have been and to try to get back into your daily i'm not a grief counselor by the way this is just what this book said. <laughs> but try to get back into your try to get back into your routine make some decisions but don't make any big decisions and sometimes reading those things or having like an ashley say it's okay to go get coffee with your friends. Right. Yes. It's okay to go have dinner and a glass of wine or, you know, sparkling water and laugh with your friends. It's okay. It's, Sometimes mm-hmm. people need that permission, mm-hmm. you know? That's I agree. Point. Yeah. There. I mean, I'm getting deep here. <laughs> it's a, it's a deep know. podcast. I know. It is. It's it just, is. It, it's just, uh, it's, since I've never experienced it and, it's it's hard for me to imagine, but it also really breaks my heart. Like, I'm not going to lie. It, it's heartbreaking. It is. And as heavy as it is, knowing that we're helping these families is like, yep. I, I don't even have a word for it. It's just, it feels good um, to know that we are helping bring someone from the hardest point in their mm-hmm. life to a place where they can say, okay, I can survive. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can build my family and... And go day to day in my life. Yeah. 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 It doesn't, you know, these things that are really difficult, um, it doesn't make them not, just because they're difficult and you might not want to think about it, doesn't mean that they stop existing, right? Right. You know? Yeah. And so that's what's so great about those people who, it is their calling. And people like you who can, like, get involved with these organizations and raise money so that it can fund all of these projects, you know? I don't know if we said this, Mandy. Sorry. I mean, how did you get involved 
in this organization. So I think I missed over that. I think I went straight <laughs> into that. That might have been when uh, Kate busted yeah, it. Yeah, no, Kate's that fault. was my fault. It was Kate's fault. Yeah, so how did you get involved? Honestly, I think it was more of like it fell into my lap, like one of those God things. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been teaching for 20 years. Mm-hmm. I teach at the school that we went to elementary school mm-hmm. at. That's where my kids go. I love it there. Um, Kate and I have worked on bit many um, auctions at mm-hmm. school together. I love the event planning side of things. It just is very um, is very fulfilling to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll end the creative side of things. And one day my sister saw a post on Facebook. A friend of ours uh, posted that Maddie's Footprints was looking for a position um, here in Baton Rouge. So my sister sent it to me. It was a part-time position. And I was like, I'm not even going to look at it. Like, I need to be working. We've got four kids, two kids in college, <laughs> two in elementary school. I need to be working. And one thing led to another where I talked to our principal. And I was like, hey, I know there's this two days a week religious coordinator position. Like, could I step into that role so that I can do this role? And, like, it just – everything just fell into wow. place. It, it it was just meant to be. Yeah, it was like a sign. It that was. was definitely it meant was. to be. Because I wasn't looking. Yeah. It just it everything worked out the exact way that it was supposed to to work out. So And it was like you probably never really thought about it till it no. or thought about like working in this organization, you know. No, until I didn't even that know happened. it existed. Yeah. I, I really didn't. So um so I started working um like after school back in March. Mm-hmm. And then I've once the summer hit, I started coming on more, you know, the full part-time position that it is. Um, and our goal, you know, hopefully is that we will have have the need or have so many families. Not that we – there are so many families out there already. Right, right. Hopefully um, Maddie's footprints will grow to where we'll have to have someone here full-time as far as a grief counselor mm-hmm. um, so that we can help more families that, that need us. Yeah, I, I think so. And I think – what you said too, like other people are reaching out, you know, friends of or friends of friends. It's it's good for everyone to know about this because mm-hmm. you know I think we all know somebody who has gone through a miscarriage or something, you know, um, infant loss or something like that. And I think that it's just awesome for them to be able to have a resource and for friends to be able to provide that, yeah, name to them for sure. And then the more that you can grow it here in Baton Rouge, the more resources. Because like I said, it's. It's there, you know, even if it's hasn't touched your life, you know, but those people are there. They need the the support, you know. Yeah. yeah. There's there's a lot of people once I said that I was um working for Maddie's and I kind of told people what it was, they were like, Well, I've had a loss. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. so many people that I never even knew yeah. because you kind of yeah. tuck that yeah. away mm-hmm. and right. don't talk about it. Yeah. Um, I even um a neighbor of mine recently um, reached out and she was like, I had lost, you know, 20 something years ago. Oh, and, um, you working there kind of brought up some feelings and also got yeah. the website. <laughs> That's good. Also got the website. Go ahead. And, uh, <laughs> anyway, so it, it's just, there's, and I never knew that about her, yeah. you know? And so there's just, there's a lot of, um, people that kind of keep it to themselves and hopefully, this, our organization being in Baton Rouge will allow those people to speak up and to let people know like, hey, I, yeah, I have a need. I have a need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't want to forget this. Okay. Um, you guys do have a website. It's maddiesfootprints.org or I did a simple Google search and it was came right up and there is right at the top, it's the get support, which I would think was, is the application. Yes. 
And then the button right next to it. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, you said is that the, perfectly. Did I? Okay. <laughs> is the donate button. And then I was looking. It looks like you guys have a story of a family. So I was going to – I did not know it was going to be a video. That's what I was <laughs> yes, looking at. Yes, they're videos. <laughs> yes, they're very touching videos. So you guys take personal donations. I would assume corporate do- – it looks like y'all have some corporate sponsors. We do. Um, that are listed on here. And um, – you got information about y'all's events. So check out that website. Um, I'll have everything linked. We'll in have the everything show linked. notes okay, and awesome. on our social media. And the walk is in October. Did we say the date? October 28th. Yeah. So it's a bye weekend. You're not missing a, an LSU game for that. We'll have like a bye weekend tailgate out there. Oh, that's awesome. Cute. Are y'all still looking for sponsors for the gala or the race or both? Um, we will take sponsors for both. We're really um, just getting started with the gala sponsorships, mm-hmm. though. So, All right. So um, lots of sponsorship opportunities. Yeah, we yes. have both. Buku uh, Boogie playing at Gallery 14 for the gala, and Heirloom Cuisine um, is our caterer. She's also on our board. Okay, that is the caterer that was with me and that I said brought me out to lunch. Is um, <gasps> no way, Kate. Yeah, yes, she is the best. So. Oh, yes. yes. So she's on our board I love now. Um, and I love that she's on the board. Yes, that's Aww. awesome. See, that's another like. Yeah. Oh, that makes me happy. Yes. Okay, so and, and what's the date of the gala? Do y'all have it? March twenty second. March twenty second. Okay. So I was going yeah. I'm just going through some of the logistics to make sure we don't leave anything out. So, um what else, Kate? I don't know. I mean, Mandy, you did great. Thanks. You, you did know, I don't so like great. talking. I she know. said she was nervous, but she did a great job. Thank you all thank you. for educating and being able to talk Absolutely. about that. Well, thank y'all for Truly. having me and giving me an outlet to tell people about um Maddie's footprints. Yeah, I think this is just absolutely fa- fantastic. Yeah. That's awesome. all I got, Kate. I'm looking at Kate. Like, she, I know. No, Kate normally has I know, I know. Else well, say. Honestly, no Rex. Rex are for the lanyap only. Yeah, yes. I'm saying that's coming out. <laughs> In three day, two days. I haven't got my little reminder text to send you my. Rex. I haven't been able That's to think about a reminder. Kate. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, look, honestly, same. On the fact that September is like a few days away, I'm in scary. Folded That's crazy. Scary, that actually. is what I said on my story today on Instagram. Folded yeah, as I'm trying to become Instagram famous. <laughs> We're getting there. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, thank you so much, Mandy. We really appreciate it. Um, listeners, go check out the website. Look at the event. I mean, this was actually perfect timing, honestly, because yeah. the walk is uh, in October. Yes. Gala is in March. Um, corporate sponsorships and a really good time. And as we talked about earlier, a silent auction. And Melissa will be there driving up the price of everything. There we go. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> yes. Because, uh, I'll be there making we'll sure. Take it. I'll like be feeding her drinks. Once, so I, get, yes. once I get outbid, you better watch out. <laughs> But it's for a good cause, and I've always been very passionate about that. And even though you know I am competitive, but at the end of the day, I wake up and I know everything that I'm doing doing is for a good cause. So I think that's it. I think that's it. Can I just say like um, follow us on Facebook for Maddie's Footprints, Prince Greater Baton Rouge area. That's kind of where most of our information is posted day to day. Okay, on there on Facebook. Okay. Good to and know. also yeah. our birthday party coming up on September 28th. You can still get tickets. Yes. We are super fancy now and have a link tree in our bio. Aubrey so, Dejan, now's your time. Get your tickets. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying she made the link tree. I was like, no, no. Oh, Lainey made no, the no, link Lainey tree. Made the, no, but Aubrey, Aubrey's always asking how to get the tickets. Um, so if now you go it's to the there. link in our bio, you can be directed to our event page for the birthday party and get your tickets there. Woo-woo. That would have 
been easier than me linking in on my story, but it's fine. But it was great. They both work. They both work. <laughs> the story was great. Did you watch my story? I did. Oh, did you okay. post one today? I did. Uh, I posted oh, I, I've like not been on my phone today, so I don't know. I was going to also put that if anybody wonders if I'm winging the stories when I get on there. 100%. Uh, but so is everybody. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is why sometimes I'm like, everybody's it's Tuesday. It. Yeah, we we're all winging it. We said that on the podcast last week, so. No. Anyway, well, I hope everyone has a great week. And um, honestly, this does come out on a holiday. Comes out on Labor Day. So a great oh. Labor Day for those listening. Lay by the pool and in, listen to the pod. In real time. And there again, thank you so much, Mandy. Thank, thank, thank you for coming you. and telling the story. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.